Pod Boys Productions. Welcome back to the Small Council Podcast on Brooklyn Rebound Network. It's your boy, nay, your king of the pod, Drew. And once again, I'm here to hold council. And let me tell my council up front. They may already know, but I'm coming into this council chamber. You know, again, not a literal chamber right now. Well, you got both my council members are in Brooklyn as usual. I'm on a different uh, plane of existence, I guess the same plane of existence, but a further location, still on the run from my enemies. Look, I, I'm I'm not even going to ask my Lord Hand today if my enemies have been found. I'm just going to assume they haven't because things aren't going right for me right now. You know, uh, got I've got road rage issues going on. I'm not even going to bring that up either. Uh, podcast issues. Look, uh, listeners, short-eared listeners of the show may realize that our last small council podcast was delivered to the people. It, it may as well have been delivered by the slowest raven in the kingdom because it, it came out super late due to no fault of our own, but through Hipcast, where we publish our podcast from, just shitting the bed completely last week. So the episode of the small council entitled Ladies Night, where we went all into season eight, episode two of Game of Thrones, which I did enjoy that episode uh, for the most part. That recap and breakdown, you know, hopefully you can listen to it by now, but maybe you don't want to because, you know, the other episodes come already out. We're going to talk about that one now, of course, but I've got some red wine on deck. Look, I don't even want to drink tonight, but thinking I have, to, I have to discuss this episode, which was called, I believe it was called The Long Night, Season 8, Episode 3 of Game of Thrones. I'm just going to come right down on Front Street like a, I don't know, like a kid who's uh, whose deadbeat father just doesn't show up for his birthday uh, again. I'm not really surprised entirely, but my disappointment is still felt uh, from the writers of Game of Thrones. But we're going to get all into it. Let's bring on the council here. Lord Hand, are you there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's your boy, the meniscus who was promised. Mm, is that a reference to your recent medical troubles? Oh, yeah, I blew out my knee. Did, did someone actually promise you? I, I get it's a reference to Game of Thrones or Ice and Fire Prince that was promised, but did someone in your life actually promise you your meniscus would always be intact? Yes, the love of my life, Tony Romo, actually promised me his meniscus because it's the one, it is the one piece of bone or cartilage in his body that uh, survived his career with the Dallas Cowboys. And since I so, as you know, lovingly gave him my clavicle in two thousand. 15, 16, um, he, he went ahead and did this yeah, for that's me. that's right. No, I, I couldn't remember. I definitely knew you offered him your clavicle, but I never remembered if that actually went through and he did accept it. He did? Well, if he doesn't have it, I don't know where it went. Okay, so you're down a, a clavicle. You're, you got a, a bum meniscus, but you're, sh you're, shoulder, you're soldiering on, rather, uh, with the small council here. Uh, like I said, I'm not even going to ask about my enemies. I've been asking you the last three episodes, uh, last few episodes of this podcast. You don't seem to know anything. Do you, do you have any, just in general, do you have any uh, nuggets of wisdom here for my counsel I need it right now, Lord Han? 
Is yeah, that... um, stay out of Florida. Okay. I mean, I wasn't really planning on going there anytime soon, but I think I can. Okay, good. I think I can do, you know, follow that directive. Um, you know what? I guess we should. You're welcome. Yeah. I guess we should bring in uh, Lordnum right now, who I believe is is uh, there in Brooklyn with you. Now, I, out of just realizing, like, how did I get a council full of Romo lovers? But uh, that's what I have uh, on hand here, is it? You know, that homosexuality just spreads. It spreads far and wide, all across the realm of Brooklyn, I would say. Uh, it's probably one the, the number one epidemic uh, in Brooklyn and New York City. From and you're saying it's it's not a choice, homosexuality? No, I mean, uh, no, it's, it's uh, it, it was definitely... It's definitely something, it is something you're born with. with. Uh, there has been some conversion therapy in the works about it, um, mainly through all of my New York Giants friends in Connecticut, and I say fuck them uh, because Romo sexual sexuality is forever, and I'm okay with that. I feel like it's actually going the opposite way with the conversion therapy. Like they're converting people to it uh, based on him being on TV every week uh, during the the season now, uh, the football season now, and. Uh, you know, spreading the good word over the airs. And I'm finding more yeah, we're here from him uh, than I did in his playing career. We're here. We're all favorites. Get used That's to true. it. Yeah, all day, every day. Fourth, fifth, or fourth most efficient quarterback in NFL history. One or the other. Mm-hmm. His, his completion percentage, I think based on the last episode of Game of Thrones that we're going to talk about right now, I think his completion percentage is back up over the Night Kings once again. Yeah. That king is shooting thirty three percent. Yeah, now that's uh, that's like um, he's going down to Lamar Jackson territory. Maybe not that far down yet, but and well, maybe, well, his career is over. I think the Night King now. So we'll we'll see. Um, I I don't want to have any hope. I mean, I'm hoping the storyline could the plotline could come back in some way. But again, I don't you know I don't want to be hopeful about much of anything with the show right now. So, I, I don't know. Hey, uh, hey, uh, I guess we can get... King of the Pod, yeah, uh, yeah. may I just address your concerns yes. here about the show really quickly before you go off on a... On a uh, you may, you may. On a, Hold me back, Lord, and I'm... Yeah, set, on that green napalm, whatever that, that fire shit that uh, Cersei loves. I forgot what, <laughs> what it's called. Yeah, Wild that green fire. napalm shit. You know what I'm talking about. Um... Uh, before you get in that, I think I think what you need is just Tony Romo calling and narrating, uh, you know, the whole show for you. Uh, I think that would probably fix your qualms with the show. Don't you agree? Uh, do I agree that if Tony Romo narrated the show for me, I would like yeah, it better? What do you at mean? Least like, make some commentary. Like he'll read the script. No, some commentary or, or yeah, some commentary. You know, maybe put the closed captions and have animations of Tony Romo. Doing oh, it, yeah. So, would it be like watching a movie commentary or exactly. something like that? Exactly. Uh, yeah. No. He can call the whole game. I mean, he knows. He knows the whole Game of Thrones. He knows all games. He can predict all the plays like he did with uh, Brady. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be that uh, that hard right now. Just like, oh, every every main character is gonna live. Don't worry. That's all he has to say. Except, you know, like one or two obvious ones. That that will die. With kind of completed arcs, or I guess they were good in some ways, but... That, uh, that's Des Bryant did everything he needed to do. 
Yeah, you think De- I don't know if Des uh, Brian's arc was completed <laughs> successfully or. Well, Demarco Murray's um, is definitely completed. That's for sure. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, this so far, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised g- given what I said that I got two boys fans on on the council here, but probably a lot of uh, you know shout out to Mister the Misters podcast, but a lot of NFL talk coming in. Right? I mean, what did you guys think of the draft? Let's get, distract me from my. My qualms with the the show. What, what, are you guys? I don't remember the Cowboys actually. Didn't hey man, much, but. Uh, minorities raised up. Kyler Murray, half Asian, up in the hizzy first pick, first my. Oh, for the Cardinals. Yeah, first pick in NFL history. Uh, Asian uh, gentleman was uh, was drafted. Next thing is has to be a female. She has to be the first pick next year. That's for sure. <laughs> Put that up there. Half female. Yeah, half female. <laughs> My um, favorite pick of this draft had to be the Giants taking a quarterback that no one was excited about, that no one was interested in, that they could have gotten rounds and rounds later at number six because the Giants are so fucking stupid. I love it so much. Eli Manning is going to be the quarterback of the Giants for three more years. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, let's. Yeah, always fun to climb the Giants right now. So, yeah, they, I mean... They was that guy's name Dan, Daniel Jones, I believe. Uh, and they, Derek Jones. Okay, well uh, Jones D Jones is like they said like he's they drafted him because he's like friends with Eli or something like that or like went to his football his, camp, uh, camp. His uh, quarterback coach at Duke was also Eli Manning's quarterback coach at Ole Miss, I think. So yeah, I mean the and, and the Giants like. I mean, this is, I guess, not their fault, but um, even, like, things go, are going, nothing is going right for the Giants right now. They're, one of their draft picks also got shot, I think, and injured. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, that sucks. R.I.P. His, his friend, I guess, or whatever, but... Dave Gettleman uh, is bad at his job. That's not That's not his fault. No, but most of these other things are. We are, I mean, I listened back to our Mysteries episodes for... Uh, for a talk on the Beckham trade and everything like that, but but no, I mean if people are listening to this, they want to hear about Thrones, so we'll get off the we'll get off the the gridiron talk. Let's get on to you know what what I might need right now before I go off on my opinions or or who knows maybe even change my opinions based on what you guys tell me. Let's reset right now, Lord Num. Let's throw it to you right now. Why don't you recap? The, the 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 long night episode that we all that all of America just saw I think the most uh, uh, watched program in HBO history uh, was that uh, probably the, by far the most pirated whatever episode of any show in history it was a big event the battle for Winterfell is another name for it and uh, sometimes you know when we ask you about what happened on the show it's uh, you you get you tend to get things. Um, Question. I, I don't know how to say it. You, you, some of your recollection can be questionable. So let's put it to you right now and see how you did with this one. A fairly straightforward episode, I will say. Not a lot of jumping around. It was all in one location. So why don't you I'm break gonna, down? I'm the gonna have to stop right you now. right there when you said there? jumping around because your girl Arya got ups like a motherfucker. She did that MJ mm-hmm. switch one hand to the left hand and just stabbed the motherfucker uh, and. 
you know, that obviously been meme to death. Uh, you know, I think Arya is a new Crying Jordan meme. She has to be now, uh, just by given these sequence of events. Well, no, isn't the Night King the Crying Jordan? Jordan? Uh, no, no I mean, like, as in terms of fame and basketball references. I, I think, uh, 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 so th- I'm going to start with the good, and with that being the good in my, in my in my mind. But in terms of replaying the actual sequence of events, let's rewind. All the way yeah. back. Well, well, hold on. Yeah, but we went to the back. You're supposed yeah, to yeah, recap yeah. the episode, not just say what no, you think No, I, is I good, mean, that's though. my version of a recap, but let's rewind. Uh, <laughs> okay, fine. Go let's ahead. Rewind go all the way to the get go where you had, uh, you know, you had the racist ass Stark family just throwing the Dothrakis out there and fucking getting all them killed. Then you have the, you know, in addition to this, you have, uh, you know, you have the most offensive thing you could do and having some white woman give these uh, these brown boys some tiki torches to run out there and get murked. Uh, and do you recall who, who the name of that character? Uh, that? Yeah, uh, Sandra O oh, uh, from Killing Eve. That's that's who it was, right? Uh, Mel- Melisandre Not a white woman, oh, but that is a good show. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you got and, it. Um, and she had uh, she just. Decided to make a cameo and just throw some torches up. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what that was about. But then, then I was like, okay, fine. That's suspect, and that's also like, what the fuck just happened? Then you have literally, uh, you have the Starks telling the Unsullied, be like, hey, why don't you just watch all the white people go back, and we'll put all the shit, <laughs> the whole uh, what is it called, the ditch or whatever they whatever they call it, where they plant all those oh the, the trench. trench yeah yeah they put all the trenches there. Uh, behind them, uh, or they already put it there, but they tell the Unsullied to go up. So then they're literally tra- committing genocide in the first, like, 15 minutes of this episode and killing off all the people of color. And then they're letting other white people try to colonize them uh, and move in to the North Wall. And, I mean, to the to the North, straight up to the North. They're already in the North. And then, I, you know, I just felt like there wasn't, there wasn't enough... Uh, diversity and dragon colors too on top of that um, you know I, because there was no color it was all black uh, all yeah maybe you just couldn't see because it, it was a very dark episode obviously it took you, place at you, night but could you even see what was, I was going on all right, so I was heated on that you were talking about heated I was heated on that because I had messed around with all my settings mm-hmm. while not pausing it because I just wanted to keep up so I probably missed out on maybe five minutes of Game of Thrones uh, and I put the closed caption off for temporarily, so I didn't even catch the dialogue. The most important dialogue was after all that shit happened, uh, the front end of the scene, obviously the White Walkers came through and uh, jumped up in there, and then uh, Arya, was, it was her show, you know, she was just putting up four buckets, just, just stabbing hoes, uh, you know, popping them in the face with her, uh, her Donatello-esque, uh, you know, weapon right there, and then you had Johnny Snow... And Daenerys just being useless, really. Bran Stark's also being hella useless. And then it's it's just basically mm-hmm. Theon, you know, doing work. We got uh, we got Sejora doing work. Uh, we got uh, mm-hmm. Ramsey Bolton not there. He he was also doing work because he's probably you know somewhere you know dead being raised. No, he was he was burned. Was he burned? Yeah. Well, he got eaten by dogs, so he's probably not uh, even a white. Okay. Well. Um, well. I don't think he's a zombie. He got chopped up real bad by the oh, okay. dogs. Who's to say? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, who is to say? There's not a lot of rules here. Um, 
What what were I mean you you kind of glossed over Don, John and Danny, but do you want to break down a little bit what, what they Well, they I were mean, beefing. They're they didn't, they're still they there's still some beef. I mean, there's you've never seen so much sexual tension after sex has happened in a show um, <laughs> in a while because these guys are obviously don't know what who's who's the real MVP, you know, of, mm-hmm. of this show right now and being all all undecided on like are you gonna sit on this no i'm not sure maybe you'll sit on this throne uh and usually when i because it's like ruler tension more than well i mean it's like me and me and pod jen you know we're just trying to decide who goes to the bathroom first i mean that's essentially what's happening between these two and that's the throne i sit on so um yeah so and she thinks she has more right to it, and you're used yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I'm the one, you know, I'm the one put, stocking up the toilet paper up in there. I mean, it should it should be me sitting on the on that throne in the morning, not her. Uh, anyways, uh, at the end, at the end. But you guys are, are related by marriage only, not by blood, like John and Danny. Oh, no, yeah, think, no, right? we're definitely sister and brother, me and Jen, for sure, uh, her being my... My white, mm. my white, my white, my white sister. Hmm, <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, I'm, think, I'm thinking definitely of your relationship yeah. <laughs> now, but okay. Hey, man, it's all mainstream now. Incest is all good. Everyone loves it now. It's, uh, it's, it's what, it, you didn't know since you... Oh, wait, is that why you're saying this? Because you, you want to get in on the trend? You're, I knew it, you guys a, weren't really It's a Brooklyn related. thing, man. It's a Brooklyn Liar. thing. Um, do you let's bring in my hand real quick? Do you agree that it's incest is a Brooklyn thing now? Is that the hot trend? I've left the city, so I don't know. Incest got really hot in Brooklyn after you left, yeah. Are your cats re- related, by the way, uh, uh, Lord Hand? Yeah, my cats are related, but they don't they fuck. Right. Don't be crass. They don't fuck though. Okay. They're sisters. They're sisters. They're not like nephews. Yeah, that's true. Okay, they're they're not scissors. Sister. Yeah. So I mean, I just I think I described all the fighting. Except for the non-fighting and the talk show that was going underneath Doctor Phil shit with uh, Tyrion and uh, and Sansa. Oh yeah, that was the in the uh, what, where were they in? What, I was about to say it, but they were in the, the Lord yeah Lord they were Lord. in the crypt 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 walking center yeah. uh, where was the crypt keeper down there? I couldn't remember if I saw. Nah, him but there. I, I think Snoop Dogg was about to be up in there to uh, crypt crypt walk all there, over okay. them hopes. Yeah, but. Um, but yeah, that that part was kind of unnecessary. Although I think uh, hmm. they, sh- oh, it was yeah. unnecessary in terms of the sense that like they didn't Tyrion didn't have a moment to like fight really. You know, like there should have been a little bit of action. You know, if you're gonna talk all that shit and Tyrion's gonna be like, yo, I should be up there. Why don't you do something? You know, mm-hmm. why why don't the showrunners make him do something? Well. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we could talk about that, but let's finish the recap. Uh, well, also, you're, there was another. There was one minority character down there. Oh yeah, she she got all offended shot. because they're talking about her white queen and shit. I mean, uh, Melisandre, not Melisandre. What's her name? Um, Melisandre. Mazda. Mm-hmm. It is Ma- close. Mazda. To be fair. Those are Mazda. pretty close names. Yeah. The Mazda Masande. <laughs> APR financing right now. Go get yeah, yeah, ten-year, ten-year deal. Um, so, Mazda, there was. She, is that her one line of the show where she was talking about that? Mm-hmm. Of the episode, I believe. Yeah. I mean, she, I don't. She was just talking about leaving her queen, and now she's being all offended uh, about like, I don't know, like a lot of these. 
Yeah, but I could see that though. I mean, to be fair, like even if you're gonna, yeah, it, it's still like you. I could talk bad about, you know, someone I'm close to, but you can't do it. You know, they you they. Know. You know what it was? That. They dropped the N word in between. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds uh, between yeah, sounds <laughs> Oh, you think the actor did? I think I don't. No, think no, 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 no. I'm pretty sure they had it in the script, <laughs> and, and they were gonna get yeah. sued over here. Sophie Turner is canceled. Yeah. <laughs> She's a dark phoenix for a reason. I mean, so. <laughs> she, she. For her racism. Yeah. Guys, not true. I don't believe it about yeah. Sophie. No, I, 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 I think Sophie's cool. But, but uh, what, what was the brother that um, that showed up? The dead brother? Uh, the one that couldn't zig and zag. The Stark brother that showed up in the crypt. We definitely did not see a oh, Yeah, Rick Rickon was up in there. We did. I I certainly missed that if we did, because actually that would no. Been they cool. show. Um, I was watching. Um, what is it? Uh, Talk of Thrones on the Ringer, and they they said yeah, he showed up for a hot second. So, his. Hmm. Well, I'd like, like to verify walking. that. They still, showed they showed I, him I like, like his face is really quickly. Um, that's what they said. Hmm. It it okay. wasn't like. I mean, yeah, that's cool. Because if he, they should have had him confront Sansa or something to make some. If they really did that, which I still feel like. The, the ringer or whatever might have just got that wrong or something because I really haven't I feel like I would have heard people talking about this but um they should have had him confront they should have had some drama with it if that was the case you know yeah they should have had him walk directly up to John out in the field and Metalocalypse style just scream I'm dead because of you well I think it's I think it's Bran's fault um, ultimately although that's not really that's not really true he's dead because of the Humbers or where were dickheads but really he's dead because the the writers of the show it was convenient for them and to make the umbers betray him and there's really no other good reason at all and to try to add some extra stakes to their battle of the bastards which you know was a terribly in my opinion terribly written episode narrative wise with a lot of dumb stuff that made no sense but at least that one directed by miguel sapochnik director of this episode at least that one had cool you know the action part of it was cool cinematography was really good in that this episode i don't know i mean there's some good parts of that direction wise but even that i thought this was the worst sapajnik directed one as well uh but i digress R- bring it home for us lord num with the, f- the conclusion of you the, know the i feel like my narration has uh my comic wit has it needs to take a rest i need a breather so i'm gonna i'm gonna sub in uh you know the hand right here to finish off that that second half right there Wow, I, I'll I'll allow it, but really, Lordnum, this is like you're you're uh, hey. I don't know, you're you're you think you extended your wit that much just now? No, no, you no, 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 no. Me, you're like the backup QB no, no, coming me, and throwing me, two passes. Hear me out. I heard, like, I heard the episode, Ladies' Night, and there was one thing that was said that I really really got upset about, and it had nothing to do in the beginning of the. <laughs> it was Lordnum is not. We don't know where he is. He's not recording with us today. Right? <laughs> No, it wasn't the beginning. It was not the beginning. It was when right, you was when it? you told Lord Han to bring it, you're sort of a Nostradamus. There's only one Nostradamus on this set, and oh, it's your okay. boy, well, Podnam uh, here, Lord Num. So, therefore, I want to see if uh, Lord Han brought it. So, you know, okay. challenge dealt. Wait, am I just recapping yeah, the rest of the episode? No, what 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 Nam just said, what Lord Nam just said, really, if you uh, listen back, I think you'll find it made it 
little to no sense. So, yes, just recap recap the rest of the episode. Lord. All right, so the forces of mankind lose in the field. They retreat into Winterfell, which only has one wall in the movie, or in the show. Uh, they light the trench. Um, the dragons are drawn away in order to hunt the Night King. The Night King forces his troops to uh, fall on the fire en masse in order to put out sections of it so that they can cross the trench. Uh, they overwhelm the forces on the walls easily. They get inside. They slaughter most of the people there. Um, Arya has a little uh, Jurassic Park scene where she's trying to evade um, whites pause, inside pause, the uh, castle pause library. Real quick. Why are the whites so loud outside, but inside they're like following rules of the library and shit? Like, why are they just all quiet and, and docile? Yeah, a, a, a fair point, Lauren, right, I would say. Play. Fair point. Um, at which point she is saved by the Hound and Beric the Hound coming full circle on a narrative arc that he has initiated by cowering earlier. Um, the dragons fight the ice dragon. They fall to the ground. The uh, They almost roast the Night King, but the Night King is immune to dragon fire, as it turns out. No one's ever tried this before, so they couldn't have known that. Uh, John charges the Night King. The Night King raises um, every human being who has died in this battle uh, that gets in John's way. Danny comes to save him. The Night King rolls away. He's coming for Bran. Um, and then almost everyone is almost certainly going to die. Uh, the Night King is in the Godswood. He kills Theon. Theon's the last person available to save Bran. It very much looks like, based on music cues and what's happening on screen, like the Night King is about to chop Bran in half. Bran does not resist at all. Um, and then we see the glorious face of Arya Stark um, in the background. He turns around uh, and catches her in midair, and she just pulls the same hand-switchy move that she used to defeat Brienne when they were training last season to kill the Night King, destroying the army of the dead, and whoever is still alive at this point, which is, which I think we're going to get to this, most of the main characters, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they win. And everyone makes Dame Lillard memes of Arya online. I really appreciated and, that with the bye bye. Yeah, no, that I mean the memes are the most enjoyment I can get out of the show right now, sadly. Uh, and also, you didn't mention that to to cap it off, uh, our homegirl Melisandre removes that necklace and just walks out in the snow, turns back into the old lady, and dies. And that's it. Uh, and Davos gets his his what dream wish when that happens. I uh, yes, and he also earlier in the episode just did nothing and watched while Arya was fucking everyone up, which, to be fair, Doesn't I would have done. Fight, you know, right? why, why he hasn't not? killed anyone or something, do. right? He was, I mean, I think he has, but he was, I mean, that was complaining about that last time, uh, uh, I believe, on the episode you were on, that, that they kind of retconned his character a little into just being like, I'm not a fighter, I can't fight all this. Uh, but anyway, he was like, yeah, mostly in the battle, he was, like, just standing there, I feel like, not... He wasn't, like, lying on the ground like Sam, but, you know, he was... I don't know. Um, a lot of the people in the battle, they didn't show. They only cut to it once in a while, and, like, we didn't see them do that much. So, hard to say. Um, so, all right. So, I just said the, the memes are... I'm going to I'm gonna go down the things I liked about this. And good job, both of you, recapping. But when, before when I said you made literal no sense, Lord, I wasn't talking about your recap i was just talking about your whole whatever you're talking about with the namsta dramas and 
moving that over to introducing uh, Lord Han there, but never mind. I thought I thought I saw you getting offended at me saying that, so I just thought I'd. No, I'm good, up. man. I'm not the one heated. I'm not bringing any heat. I'm I'm cold, cold as Viserion right now. I'm just getting so. All right, I'm getting so so. You're just you're like the Night King right now, where I'm just spitting my hot fire. Just back throw that you. fire at me, man. And I'm sm- I'll smirk all day, and you know I know I know Lord Hand is smirking. I can tell straight up right now. Because mm. you can see my face. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you do look a little bit like the Night King right now, partially. I guess I guess you should explain since this is an audio audio medium, Lord. I'm that my Lord Hand has a uh, what do you call those things on his face right now? A, Surgery mask. Yeah, well, he has something covering his face, yes. Uh, uh, yes, so anyway. Uh, also, I don't know why. I, I'm really off my game. I'm really feeling out of sorts. This episode had me so out of sorts that I was even just now apologizing to Lordnum on, on, for something on this podcast when normally I just shit on you pretty much relentlessly for <laughs> much worse ways. Your emotions so are I don't know what I'm thinking man. right now. They are. But but anyway, I, like I just like I was about to lead into, I want to say a couple of things I do like about the episode. Um, well, I mean, like I said, the memes of, of Game of Thrones in general. Now, honestly, like seeing the memes on Twitter and online after is like some is honestly sad to say some of the most enjoyment I do get out of it. You know um, why that is, though, like right? the damn will, like all that stuff. You know why Sorry, that is, though, right? What. One, because what? NBA is the greatest uh, internet sport of all time, mm-hmm. but um, that's been proven um, through and through, mm-hmm. uh, so tran- and transcendent and pop culture-wise. But also what we talked about in the first yeah. uh, council, uh, this being a monoculture moment. So this is reflective on, on yeah. everyone making And it's memes. one of the last things everyone exactly. can... Yeah, yeah it's, it's true. You're right. Um, and then you touched on it a little bit. I think one of you did, or I think it was you, Lord Hand, about this, the music... Uh, the the Ramin Jawadi uh, score. I love the music in this, especially toward the final scene. That was the MVP of the actual episode to me. Was the soundtrack and the music. It was um, weird when they were playing Migos at the end, though. Like, it, I mean, just like right when after, after. The, the well, that was only when Melisandre was dying, as an as like a four hundred year old lady. So that was appropriate. Um, but but the music in the final kind of montage, or whatever you call it, when when the Night King's confronting Bran and all that was really good. I liked it. Uh, it was it was a little different. It was kind of reminiscent of the Cersei Wildfire. It's the same person, right? I guess the finale of season six. No, well, it's the same person the whole time, the whole show. But but in those two, in that episode and then this one, he did a little different score than normal. It just sounds different, like different style, whatever, you know. More piano-based, I guess. Or I, yeah, I don't less know. Cor- I think, less chorus, yeah, I think more, more piano. Yeah. yeah, so... Um, Anyway, so I liked that. Uh, in theory, in theory, I do like the conceit that the the um, what well, now? I'm blanking on the word I'm trying to trying to use, but uh, the 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 kind of um, oh my god, I'm out of it. But you know, uh, so you, you'll tell me what the word I'm looking for is when I say it. But how the the actual the battle of like good versus evil, whatever that you would think would come at the end of something like this was not the final one or it was like done midway through the shortened season and then there's still something after. I like that concept in theory. I don't really like any... I mean, they, they certainly needed, in my opinion, to explain a lot more about the White Walkers and everything like that, but whatever, fine. What is the... The subversion is the word I was looking for. I, I like that subversion, again, in theory, even though I thought they handled it poorly still. Um... 
What else? What else? I liked... Um, I mean, like I said before, the direction was... Some of it was good in places. Some of the action was okay, but... And I get they're kind of hamstrung that they have to have this battle at night when it's hard to see stuff. Still could have been... Lit. So I actually watched this episode twice as well. And the first time I saw it, the night it aired, when it was airing, you know... I was it was hard to see some stuff. I didn't even, I didn't completely know what I thought. I felt very conflicted at the end of it. Um, honestly, I I slept badly that night. It had me all messed up. Do I care too much about this? Probably, definitely yes. But unfortunately, I can't change that fact. So got a bad night of sleep thinking about it. But I was like, I need to rewatch it. Watched it again the next day. Um, we're recording this on Wednesday right now, so I watched it on Monday. Uh, Whatever, when I watched it back, I, I got a copy that it seemed like the light had been someone who put this online and brightened things up a little bit. So it was better visually this time for me. But unfortunately, uh, watching it again, even though there was a couple of things I did like, like I said, I was pretty much sold that I, I'm just disappointed all around. Um, we can get into that. I know you, uh, well, you guys can tell me what you did like about it. But um, I guess, you know, some of the character arcs, I guess the Jorah character arc, I, I like the ending for Jorah there. Danny kind of having to fight with him a little bit, crying over his body. Even though I, I think the past couple of seasons they shifted around into kind of some dumb stuff. The ending of it, fine. It was a, it was a pretty good arc overall. Um, so I liked that. Uh, let me think. I liked the shot, the kind of tracking shot at the beginning of the episode where they switched mm -hmm. through a couple people. Uh, that was cool. I did like the Sansa Tyrion scene in the crypt. They could have ended things differently down there a little bit. I, I could debate about that going back and forth, whether either of them should have died. I guess ultimately they should live because they probably have stuff to do still that's good for the story. But there was, I think I even saw some other people saying they thought they were going to commit suicide down there. And that would have been like a kind of, uh, you know, a, almost like a George R. R. Martin thing or like a like, twit. A twist where, all right, Arya saves the day, but then, oh my god, Sansa and Tyrion killed themselves. It's too late. They didn't have to do it if they would have waited, you know. I, I see why they didn't do it, but but I did like the, um, I did like, you know, their little interactions were, were pretty good um, and made sense for the characters. I know you, I guess you didn't like that, or I don't know if you, how much you're joking or whatever, Lord, but you didn't like that they went to them or whatever. I could have even had them go back up for another scene, you know, even more than they did, honestly. I, I just I just felt like, you know, they just the, that it's crazy how in the crypt it was the most lit of like the most visually lit area of the whole episode. Like you could see the most. Mm -hmm. But then they just show like, you know, these old old school Starks uh, just coming out of the crypts and uh, I remember reading or, or watching a YouTube video about, like, no one thought this is actually going to be a thing. People, like, said, oh, what happens if, you know, the, the Night King raises the dead? Are these actual stocks going to be raised? I, I can't believe, I didn't even think about that, which I feel stupid on that one now. I, at least if I, I don't, I really didn't even, wasn't even thinking. We didn't talk about that possibility. That's I because I wasn't on the show. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess, so you were thinking about that. So that was a bit oversight on our part. Yeah, that was kind of... I was kind of convinced by yeah. two people or three people that said that it wasn't going to happen. And sorry, um, Lord Ham, what did you what, what did you think of that in terms of just in general? Did you think that was going to happen or not going to happen? 
Yeah, it was completely telegraphed, and I'm I'm fine with them having telegraphed it. Um, I feel like it worked out. I, I, but you didn't bring it up last week when we talked about that. What we thought was gonna happen. Um, I don't think so. We were mostly talking about who was like destined to die in this battle, and none mm-hmm. of them did. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's a negative to me. Um, storytelling wise, even. I mean, I don't know if... We'll, let's get into something. Well, I guess we could, probably can debate a couple points in the episode of things that maybe I didn't like, maybe you did like. But overall, I guess... Uh, well, so I'm basically done with saying things that um, I liked. And I did... I Yeah, I'm basically done with saying things I liked. So, um, I, I mean, some of the John stuff, like, he is... Like, he does do dumb stuff. Like, the battle plan was bad, but that's pretty a par for the course for him. Um... I, who knows what he was gonna do when he was shouting at the ice dragon? Like, was he just like gonna? I, I mean, gonna let it let it kill him or whatever? I think he was um, just done at that point. Like, he knew he could yeah, just kill a dragon. Um, so he was just yeah. like doing the thing he did in Battle of the Bastards, just like drawing a sword, screaming yeah. at the enemy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Um, hey but, guys, I, I'm but, over uh, it. What, I'm over it now. <laughs> We're <Yeah>. good. <laughs> it is over it. So what did so you 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 liked the episode? It sounds like Lord Hand, uh, from what I could tell. I did. I wasn't bothered by a lot of the things people were bothered by. The fundamental darkness of like the direction uh, of of the like cinematography, I was fine with. Like the battle takes place at night. You're supposed to feel lost. It's supposed to feel frenetic. Um, the, the way that the camera cuts when people are chopping down, like, nameless whites who aren't really a thing. Um, like, the way that you can never really see what's going on because the camera is looking at Brienne fighting and, you know, two different whites run past the screen so you can't see anything. Um, like, the, the way that you're never really truly oriented in space during the battle. Because, like, that's what they come back to Miguel Zabachnik for. Like, he understands the way that battle would be disorienting. Um, okay. That you would be completely lost in a situation like that. So you, we, as a viewer, are lost uh, on the actual field of battle because his camera's just fucking around. Um, I, I well, get it, and I respect that, it, and I'm fine with that. That wasn't even... I mean, that's certainly not even close to my main issues with the episode, even though I did bring it up, the lighting, and people were saying that you're right. But from a story perspective, yeah, let's move did on you to find this issues. satisfying? Um, yes. I need to say that I was exhilarated the whole time. Uh, that every second I was like, okay, okay, what, 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 like, what's happening next? Where are they going? Um, what's going to go wrong next? Um, and shit kept going wrong. Like, nobody died. Um, like, who all died? Gren, or I'm sorry, not Gren, um, Dolores. He died a while ago. Yeah. Dolores said, got it, fine, yeah, he should... Uh, I mean, we Tormund didn't die, which I don't. I really don't understand. Like, it's fine if he lives, I guess. But well, why? He needs, he like, needs to live because he's in love. He, he and Brienne are in love. And well, they're not. She doesn't really like him at all. But anyway, uh, Brienne. Brienne also, I thought should have died. Um, he, like, especially after they knighted her last time, I felt that was about the completion of her. She's, like, I don't she's really all wrapped up. I agree. What she has to do. So that and just the concept in general of it's it's just annoying when like if you're gonna have all these main characters live 
uh, unexpectedly, I mean, I'm saying unexpectedly in terms of what really happened, throw some more, I know it's a TV show, but throw some more red shirts in that live too. Like, like they really have shots of like literally like the five characters we know against the wall and no one out just fighting ever. You know, I'm sure yeah. they're going to retcon it next time and there's going to be way more Unsullied Alive than we thought, things like that. But it, it show us something different. But even that is more uh, is further down the list of complaints i mean my biggest complaint is is just the whole white walker thing like they oh well first of all let me ask this do you think we're going to see anything else about the white walkers at all or or was that them just wrapping this whole thing up three episodes left is not going to be anything to do with them i think they're done and i said last week that it would be really disappointing if they built all this up um and then the North defeated the great evil without the help of the rest of mankind. And then the, it turns out the major villain the whole time ended up being the Mad Queen down south. And I kind of think I was wrong to think that. I think it's fine that they that they defeat the great evil um, and, and now have to turn their faces to the... To, to the South, to the I mean, problems of men, because that's what the show has been all about, like, people backstabbing people. I agree, like, that's why I said in theory, I like that subversion, if you call it that, but but it do, that doesn't change the fact that they built this whole thing up, and don't explain it at all, and to me I feel like the writers of the show just don't just don't, didn't know what to do with it, it's part of the show because they're adapting it they know people sure. like zombies or whatever, so they have to have all this in, and they just want to, they're wrapping it up like this. We don't know anything about the Night King. We know a kind of who he was, all right? They showed a flashback with that. He was just a, a random guy, basically. The child of children of the forest ter- created the White Walkers. Fine. I get, it's like an allegory for nuclear weapons, kind of, turning on yourselves. It, mm-hmm. It's an allegory for maybe climate change or something. But they have to do more to show why, why the Night King now cares what he's what his goal is I, uh what they, they need to do something i, I just i, I kind of don't agree like, that they do first of all like my expectations entirely came from um being a lifelong fan of fantasy fiction with lord of the rings and, and the wheel of time um where the climactic sequences were these enormous battles where you you conquer the great other based on you know the alliances that you've been able to make um, and, and the friendships that you've made along the way, whatever, um, and getting to know your, yourself and your own power. Um, and in, in order to subvert our own, which is what Game of Thrones has done this entire time, in order to subvert our own interests in the story um, and where we expect it's going to go, I think the only thing they could have done was this, was to make the great evil finally conquerable. Um, and, and not even finally, it's not the final thing that they conquer, um, to make it beatable without the help of the rest of mankind, um, to make the rest of mankind the real villain after all. Like, I'm actually totally fine with how that worked out with, with like storytelling wise. And, and, and as far as like, we needed to know more about the Night King and the Whites and whatever, like the show did a decent job and I'd love to acknowledge of telling us what they want when they said when when Bran said he wants to kill me specifically he wants the he wants eternal night he wants to erase the memory of mankind um all right like that was that, kind of what we needed like, to know that's one line in one episode that i'm sorry to me that's just not enough like you, 
have some more, have something, another flashback, something more to like, who, just as Brand says that, so that's definitely what it is. Like everyone accepts it. In general, my in my opinion, they haven't done, the characters haven't done, had enough reaction to the entire dead coming alive storyline. Jon Snow, yeah, and the Night's Watch, all of them, the, the wildlings, that's been their storyline, so they understand it. But in the past couple of seasons, now all these characters coming in, like, all right, well, Danny, everyone else, all right, well, we'll fight the dead. Oh, Dead Arising. Like, people just don't have a, a, a realistic enough reaction, in my opinion. Now they're having this whole battle, willing to kill all their armies, whatever, for this. It, it, to me, they just didn't hammer home this stuff enough. Not even just this episode, mm-hmm. but I'm mad about it now because this is, seems like the conclusion of the storyline, but... I just feel like, especially given how detailed the show has been on things in the first half of the show to now, like, it, it just, it's just, it's just pretty unsatisfying to me, like, how they gloss over things like this, or characters don't have reactions, or accepting, and then, this isn't even about the dead, but, like, even, like, in the beginning of this episode, like, the, Melisandre comes in, lights all the Dothraki's, uh, rx swords on fire right and who knows what happens to them they all died i guess mostly but which is dumb in itself but apart from that like everyone's looking no one knew melisandre was coming like this wasn't part of the plan right she comes lights all her right. swords on fire everyone just accepts it they cut to Don- john and danny saying nothing i get they're in an awkward situation right now but wouldn't you be like wait what she just lit all her swords on fire what the hell oh okay like they, they say nothing no remark like like they're just yeah. like Fucking, she just, like, some random person just rolled up, like, tied their horse to a post, walked inside. Like, that's the reaction they give to a witch coming and lighting your whole army's swords on fire before they charge off. Like, it's it's just, uh, I don't know, like, just it little things like that. It really fucking sucks for the show's, like, implicit politics that all of the people of color who fought in that battle died immediately um, in service of saving, you know the scottish people you you got you got drew you're talking about who's you know who died they literally killed off a whole race i mean like Mm -hmm. the dothrakis well but also but here's the thing like uh it's not to cut you off right away with your point but this is like more of them maybe people would consider this minutiae i don't know but this is more of the thing we don't know if that's the whole race i guess like even the whole dothraki joining danny storyline is dumb in my opinion rejoining her like it's cool in theory like for her to get back her go back to her roots and then get them back on her side but the way she got them back on her side to begin with made little sense really then fine they are on the side because she did the whole thing walking through fire all right they all love her now uh fine but was that every dothraki in the world it doesn't really make sense that it was but let's say it was like a large so i don't know if the whole race died but the whole huge group she had it doesn't make it okay it's like (laughs) no it doesn't i'm just saying like i'm just my point is like they they don't explain things either, and, like, they, they just gloss over things like this. Like, now all the Dothraki are here, we're just using them, now they're all dead. Like, it, yeah, it's dumb. And, like, they sh- even if they did come t- to join Danny, they shouldn't have even been at this battle, honestly, when you think about it. Why would she have them come all up? She does still want to take the Iron Throne, right? She does want to um, battle Cersei. She knows she has to battle Cersei. I guess maybe she was tricked into thinking Cersei was joining her, but still... If you really think about logistically, and again, maybe you guys think this is minutia or something, or don't care, but like, why would she? Why would the Dothraki were in the battle right against the Reach, killing the Lannisters right last season, right? So why do you, why then have them somehow go all the way up north? Did they ride their horses all the way up there? That would take forever 
do they all get on a ship? But their ships got taken, most of them. So how did they even get up there? So fine, they're magically up there. Why wouldn't she have just left them down there to get ready to take on Cersei's army? And the Dothraki people are about, like, pillaging and stuff like that anyway. They're not about, like... Like, they're, like, the least group of people that I would think would just sacrifice their lives to, like, fight this army of the dead. They're about, like... Maybe... I guess they're trying to, like, say... Danny changed the whole race of people into being like good guys now, you know, like they're not gonna go rape and pillage people anymore. But that's like what they are. They're like they're like uh Huns basically. That's the analogue for them. They should be like down south in Westeros still fucking shit up. And then maybe they'll be like, Alright, Danny will be like, Alright, go come join me now to battle but like just wasting them on the the the, the zombies, you know, have them go out, charge out. It's so stupid. Like, do you guys not agree with that? Well, I I do agree. Um, one, I think they are here to serve the Dragon Queen. I think they, they, they are sufficiently loyal to her that that's believable. Two, I think that, like... Okay, so narratively, it makes perfect sense that they had them there and that they did what they did with them. If I had been the general of that battle, I would have held them out like you do with cavalry, and I would have had them come and wreck shop while, you know, the whites are engaged with their ground forces. But the Dothraki did such a good job at the, um, Lutrain battle. Um, you know, softening Which I was just up. referencing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They did such a good job there softening them up. That's like, the only thing, it's the only tactic that they would know to reference. These guys aren't generals, they're like teenagers. Um... So it makes sense that they would think that that is how you need to use them. Uh, the implicit I politics guess. really suck of having them immediately wiped out. But, like, I I understand where the show's coming from, having them used in that way. Yeah, I guess. I mean, in, if you think about it, like... Well, they didn't expect them all to get wiped out in the initial charge, is what no, I'm saying. And that's why I guess Danny should have... Like, we don't know exactly what their plan was. It seemed like Danny just kind of changed the plan. It was like, oh, they're getting... Because she saw them get killed, so she, like... Well, yeah, she freaked out. John was like, what? But, but um, I don't know. Maybe the point is, like, the, the characters are just doing dumb things because characters and shows can do stupid things. Fine. But, like, if you really think about it, that's why I just, like, I'm annoyed with, like, how they don't explain... Even even if you're not going to explain to the viewer what the dead actually are capable of completely or what they want, all this stuff um, beyond a couple of references, like if why did why did Danny really think like maybe she just didn't know exactly until she got up there with the army, but like it would it doesn't really make sense if you think about it to uh, you know not knowing that there's going to be a DSX Aria coming or whatever. It doesn't really make sense if you have huge armies to bring them all up north where, where when you die, you can be brought back to life. Why add more bodies into this? Like, it, from the beginning, shouldn't they have been thinking of a way to defeat the, the Night King and whoever with the least amount of people possible? With like, Because no. how, how it ended up happening was one person killed him and then everyone died. Like that's, Maybe they didn't necessarily know that was the case. That would work, but still... like it, I don't know. You know I, I, I mean? feel like you needed to win the battle. You, you bring every gun you have. I'm fine with that. I I agree that their tactics were like visibly stupid, um, but I don't I don't agree that like holding out holding out her armies would have helped at all. Yeah, I mean, did 
Did well, General I mean, Washington not bring all his slaves to this? You know, to the to the war. Uh, did he not bring all the kids? Uh, did Tom Jefferson not bring all his half? You know, uh, black kids <laughs> to the, to the war. I mean, yeah, but, but like. But but listen, when when those slaves got killed in battle, they didn't. The enemy wasn't able to rise them back up from the dead. Uh, yeah, that's true. But I mean, the British culture is kind of weird, so I'm sure they could have figured something out uh, there. But I mean, I mean, you're, I I think your gripes are fair in the sense that you know I, I feel like Drew just being as the a little bit more of an objective fan, just like enjoying the show. Um, even though this year I've been a little bit more invested just because I, I feel like it, I need to be just to get some closure off this show and just finish it up. And I think they got you, man. I think the producers and showrunners got you. They want you to have these feelings uh, because you love Apple, right? They don't want to have the feelings. No, no, they do. Hear me out, hear me out. You love Apple, right? You like you like MacBooks okay. and all that. You're, you're all about the Apple. You love Steve Jobs stick, all that shit, all right? So you... you <laughs> well, I don't know if I 100% agree with every statement you just made. But yes, I'm an no, Apple supporter. We, we 100% agree that, <laughs> that all of the things that you just said are true about Drew. You love his goat. And, and it's, sad for, it's sad for me, then, that whites aren't real in real life. Though, all right, so you, li- you like some ghost, uh, ghost Steve Jobs stick. Um, and, and when it comes down to it, when Apple releases a new product... Uh, you have to buy a new adapter. You have to buy a new charger. You have to you have to get all these new things. The show, this episode is called The Long Night. The new show coming out is called The Long Night. You don't think they just did this on purpose to cut this off and be like, yo, we're coming out with a new show. Check it out. All that shit that happened after episode three, we're going to explain for the next five seasons as we run this show. And that's where your interest is going to be peaked because... They are do- they're Wait, doing a what? prequel based off a lot of this. Oh, yeah, exactly. So uh, that that end of the story of the Night King and the walk and you know the White Walkers and and all the you know all the gentrification that was going on uh, at Stark when they're trying to invade and just remodel shit and you know buy up all the shops. That's all gonna happen, um, you know and next year's show when next year's show's premiere not, and you're gonna you're gonna that's not acceptable to me though lord no i mean you can't just think you can't just uh explain everything in a prequel when the show started they didn't know it was gonna be as popular they didn't know they're gonna have prequels all this stuff shouldn't they have some I, i'm just angry at the i guess the inconsistency like i just feel like the writers don't either are incompetent with a lot of aspects or just don't care like they like set so, Give me good payoffs on this stuff, man. Like, like set up a good. I don't know. You, All right, would have been, would have been. I just don't. Would have, I mean, you, you didn't even bring up. We didn't even bring up the fact that you know. I don't know if this is gonna set off a whole war, but like, what brand the what brand was doing? I mean, the only meme I saw. Yeah, well, what was he doing? I mean, he didn't do I saw anything, I right? saw a tweet uh, asking that question, and then I saw a response saying he was watching the Avengers Endgame. So I mean, like that. That makes sense. He was out there for a while. You know, he was out for a while. And Brand has single-handedly killed so many people by him just fucking going on trip, trips and, and just, you know, letting people die around him all the time. So, and and the boy couldn't even, like, warp yeah. or whatever it is, like, way before. Warg, yeah. Why didn't he warg it something? At least that would have been cool to watch. Like, it looks like he was doing... It would have looked like he I did something. I mean, when they were pl- planning... Yeah. I, mean, I, he I think that then. was their... I think that was there to tell us that, like, 
Brain doesn't have the mystical, like, time travel powers. Exactly like you and I were talking about last week, Drew. Brain doesn't have well, the mystical time travel power, time, time travel powers that you thought he did. Or that we all thought he did. He doesn't have the ability to affect current events the way that we thought he did. Um, but, I understand but they showed him affecting other events, so something. That, that's a retcon. Yeah, is it? Well, I don't know if it's a retcon, but like, why they, they showed this, so he, we know he can do it. So I'm not saying he had to do it in this I episode, mean, but... I don't know that his power ended up being powerful. I It seems like, sorry, that they're telling us that his power doesn't end up being powerful enough to do some kind of mystical loopy-loop time travel thing all right, to, fine. to make but, this all okay. I think they ended it okay. in the real world where it began and, and where it was always going to end. I mean, there's even with the time travel stuff, I didn't think it would necessarily be in this. I thought maybe in the final episode it could be something still. I'm not ruling it out because I still think Bren has something to do or what's the point of him, you know. But um, but in this episode, he could have at least done something like Warg, even if not Warg the Ice Dragon, Warg, a White Walker, done something. We, there was a, It was set up that he can warg people. Like he warged into Hodor in the one episode and had him kill the guy, right? Why not do something? Like basically, all right, I mean, we haven't well, gotten to the argument either. Now. How, well, yeah, but he's not, I mean, he, he was more human back then when he did that stuff, and now he's, like, whatever he is, but the the end of, like, the end of the episode, let's just talk about that. I I feel like, yeah, it's, like, armchair, quarterback, right, whatever, but uh, to bring up Romo again, no, but uh, there's, to me, there's a way they could have ended the episode, even if they're going to brush past all the other things I had a problem with. They're, and they're going to have Arya ultimately stick the thing in and they all die fine. They could have even did that better, in my opinion, where so? it could have wrapped up arcs better. Right, here's what I think should have happened, I'll just say. If they're going to have Arya kill him and everyone dies. First of all, she just jumps from nowhere, superhero Arya, fine. Like, how did she get past all the other white She's walkers, a ninja. Whatever. Well, it would have they ninja. ruined it to show us that. All right, but... Well, but... I guess, but they could have at least... Here's how I would have done it, at least. Yeah. You guys can say disagree and say Go this ahead. is bad Clear or something. All right. Theon's the, last, Theon's the last one there, right? And, like, I guess people are satisfied with his arc. He dies protecting Bran. Except why not have him just do something a little bit more? He runs at the Night King. Night King stabs him. He's dead. And then Arya comes in and kills him. Why not have it so Theon... Let's say... You know how kind of the giant came in and knocked Mormon off um, before, he, before the thing where... You know, before yeah, things are actually stabbed. Whatever. When he yeah. first came in, he kind of brushed her aside, right? Yeah. Why not have, like, Theon charges Theon charges at the Night King, like, all right, last dish ever to save Bran. All right, he gets... And the Night King doesn't even care, like, to kill him. Just knocks him aside. Like, you're not even important. Instead of, like, stabbing and being like, and then going forward. Knock him aside. Then Theon can have a final moment where he does something where he can, like, jump on the Night King, distract him for a second, and that's how Arya is and then able to jump on him. So he's distracted killing Theon because he jumped into his vision or whatever. Then Arya jumps and kills him and does the same thing, dagger flip, whatever. Then that would give Theon more of, like, a final closing, to my opinion. He actually affected. I he think that's super important. nitpicky. I don't, I don't, first of all, I don't think that the story owes Theon any more than Theon got, uh, as we talked about last week. Uh, and I think that, like, what he got was, the, like, the, nice. It was kind of nice. Um, and then he dies saving Bran, buying Bran exactly as much time as Bran needed. Uh, knowing that Arya was but going they didn't to show us that exactly. so that they don't Arya have to do it to show up. 
they don't have to do it the way I said exactly like that, but they have to show us that he did something to affect the time because she really did just jump out of nowhere. Or I, you said it would have been ruining it. Maybe it would have been to show her a little bit. Like, they could have had her... I, st- I think they could have showed her, like, up in a tree or something. Like, oh, wait, Arya's right there. And then, oh, yeah, then Theon does this. Then she jumps down. It wouldn't have still, been like, effective hit- visual storytelling if we'd seen Arya for one second right. after what do we say to, to the God of Death. If we'd seen any bit of that journey, we'd have known exactly what was going to happen. And it wouldn't have been interesting at all when she jumps out of the black and, and kills the Night King. Uh, I'm fine with exactly the way it ended. Sorry. I, mean, I guess I just don't agree because I don't Go think ahead. that was that interesting. Like, it, it, it was cool, I guess, how the, da- the dagger thing, fine, but it's just more of showing that she's just like a superhero. Like, they could have done more setting up her character. I mean, I'm already unsatisfied with her character arc as it is. Like, her whole Bravos thing didn't pay off well. They think this is the payoff, uh, supposedly, that she's just un- unvin- invincible now, but. I would have. I don't. I've, I'm fine with her killing him and, and being the one to do that. Well, she's very much not invincible. Like she almost died several times. But, I guess. Did you I not mean, see like, her? I, get, like, I, I, pushed, I don't agree about pushed, her like hardcore and get a concussion. I mean, she was under the concussion protocol in the library for a while there, and and she st- That's right. And she was still tripping. She wasn't sure if these guys were like real or fake, and and then she got lifted up into the locker room. She had a little pep talk and then when she got that halftime talk she's like you know what i'm gonna win this game let me jump out of the shadows and fucking stab this motherfucker and i feel like that moment in tv history will be you know what what lord hand said about you know what what do we say to death or was it not tonight right uh not today not today yeah this is ladies' right. night. So let me recalibrate a little bit. Let me let me say this. All right, I, I I can see some of the issues about like the element of surprise thing. They don't have to show up in a tree. Fine. I still think Dion should have been more involved, and Brand should have been more involved. Like it should have been more of a team effort, or showing us that it's a team effort. Like he like all right, Theon jumps on the Night King. He takes a second to kill him. Theon, uh, Brand like wargs someone out of the way, and then Arya appears and then jumps on him. Like that could still. Then you didn't see her like checking in on her periodically but like to me the just jumping out of nowhere it it, was to me it wasn't satisfying at all it really wasn't like i don't i Mm. i I just don't i mean i I get people like oh yeah it's aria cool you know she did it but but like the thing is like jumping out of nowhere is not new to the show i mean the only i mean you could say this kind of essentially about the dragons you know the dragons come out of nowhere to pick up you know, Jon Snow save his ass sometimes. You don't know if they're gonna come. Well, I don't like. No, that I know, either. but like, I mean, but like, it's not like it's it's too. weird for something like that to happen. It may be, uh, it may be not closure. It may not be what you're looking for to kill the most evil person. But it goes back to uh, what E Dash Nam said about like the biggest villain being uh, his girl Cersei and not not uh, you know the Night King. And I think. They did this on purpose because it's more of a business decision as opposed to a writer's decision. And and since the showrunner said they've known for like a year and a half or two years that it was going to be Arya doing this. Uh, then set it up better. They know. I, I hate when I watch like the after. I really hated the after thing this time of them, the writer saying, explaining. I feel like they kind of set it up fine. Yeah. Like looking back, they really did set that up. How? 
I mean, I mean we just we just talked about it for the last thirty minutes, telling you how, but <laughs> but I don't, I still don't get it. I mean, how did they exactly set it up? They set it up that she's like a badass fan, like she's always Tony Romo and stuff, and they gave her we training. We need Tony Romo to explain this to you. I don't think there's any which way we can convince <laughs> you better than I. I feel like whatever you're looking for in this show right now, uh, to find find a moment where. You know, it's going to be just on how someone gets killed. It may happen in episode five, uh, as opposed to this one, um, because you just got to consider this one a wash at this point. It, it's happened, man. You got to let it go. But that's yeah, that's and, my main problem. And not to pile on here, but this is one of the dangers of like a, a a monoculture, like popular show like this, where we all start to feel ownership. And when it doesn't go the way that we anticipated it going, it starts to feel like it went wrongly. Like it, like it happened incorrectly, um, and it is that like maybe what you're feeling. No, I mean what I'm feeling is, I mean maybe that's part of it, and like I can't really help how like I, I obviously I'm super invested in this whole series, like the song and ice and, of ice and fire, and I originally got invested through the show. Obviously, maybe that not obviously, but that's that is how I did, and a lot of people did, but. My main problem is the issue I've had for a while, and this episode was certainly emblematic in my opinion. Since and it's mostly since I guess since the writers have gotten off the what was written in the books. And again, I've talked about it. It's partly George R. R. Martin's fault for not finishing it, or whatever. But he like they. I just I feel like the show is completely different. And like you said, it, people do jump out of nowhere. Yeah, that that has happened in the past few seasons because I think it, the show has gone downhill in that way, and it's not. Uh, just the surprise out of nowhere isn't sufficient in my opinion i i like things that are set up especially set up well uh, um and fit all together well especially when that seems to be what we're getting at the start of something you know at the start of the show and then it just in my opinion like i've talked about seemingly deteriorated deteriorated quite a bit and obviously you guys don't agree but that's just how I feel. I mean, maybe it's not fun to listen to a podcast where I just bitch and complain about it this the whole time. Hey, there's people that are no, know, there are I, people I really feeling what you're feeling, Padre. I'm I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure, sure there are, and I'm sure there's people that are probably even more upset than you are about this. Um, and I think I think with this show that that's what makes it so great. I mean, we're talking about something that we're, is not going to be in our lives for a little bit, but I think that's what, by design, where you stick you stick a needle into something for now, but doesn't, or, and then you put maybe, I don't know, you maybe it might start bleeding a little bit, and when it starts bleeding, it'll be next year when they start this new show, and all that, all that you remember, because it was such a pinnacle moment, a pinnacle fight, and they filmed what, like, 11 days in the cold, wet, darkness uh in a row to do i think they filmed like 50 days or something Some, yeah something ridiculous like i mean as 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 we are ourselves in the industry uh we can see <laughs> we can see how and as fans i like i think i think that's where i can appreciate everything in terms of the storylines there's there's another half to play man and uh you know i'm i'm kind of just like I would. I wish I I knew a little bit more about the Night King. Am I gonna read the books? Probably never. Um, but like I I think it's okay because when next year I'm already on board for the show. Like if they had a a beta release sign up, I would sign up right now. Uh, because based on this episode, uh, because I need to know more about the Night King and it it 
if if they said, oh, you know what, the Night King, he had a, like a menthol addiction. He really just wanted to smoke some, you know, cigarettes, you know, hanging out uh, outside of Stark. Like that's why he was all about it. But like that has nothing to do with anything. We know what the real battle is. You don't just paint Cersei as like the female version of the Mad King for no fucking reason, and you don't you don't let you know E right. Nam get a hard on anytime she's having show without that being the main mm-hmm. the main course. Mm-hmm. It, t- two episodes without your girl, by the way, and you're still uh, you're still on top of it. You're still they it. tease us with the credits too in this one. The opening credits they showed us King's Landing. Yeah. Oh yeah, but they didn't. Have, but you got to see. Like, I guess it's even a spoiler, like kind of to the episode. But Lena Headey's not in the credits. You know, Cersei's not going to be in there, or she's yeah. she's usually number two after Dinklage. But um, let's uh, so let's get into the you know let's get, make some predictions. Let's talk about the rest of this. I'll get off, you know, this one, um, even though just to wrap up saying like, I, I mean, I think you guys can tell, but I'm not, I, I'm not confident in the, in the back half of the season being satisfying to me personally. And I feel like they're probably going to wrap things up too quickly still, or in an unsatisfying way. Who knows? Maybe I'll be surprised. You never know, but not confident. But anyway, let's talk about the, the rest of it. Do you think there's any, so? Do we definitely think Cersei even lasts till the end? Do you think there's any possibility they that she gets killed or she's out of the way in the next one or two episodes, and the final battle or the final thing is between John and Danny or something else? Hard to say. I don't. I didn't think that they'd do away with the existential threat to mankind in episode three of six. So if I were to tell you that they don't kill Cersei in episode six of seven. Uh, I'd probably be wrong, but I don't see how if it turns out what we've learned was that Cersei was the big bad all along, that she dies before the very end. Well, I think she's definitely dying, but what I was kind of saying was, do you think she even makes it to the, I could be another, I guess, twist or subversion if she doesn't, if she does not, doesn't make, like she dies like in episode five and then they have an episode six, but also I'm kind of going down this path because do you think only three episodes left, fine, but do you think the battle between Cersei, Golden Company, and Euron versus everyone else is going to be three episodes worth of stuff? Like, I no. There has to be more. No, the, the battle is going to be one episode. It was also directed by Miguel Sposhnik. Um Four oh, is right, preamble, and six that. is the finale. So, but what is the finale going to all be about? Um, I assume it's going to be about John and Danny learning to share power, learning to divide up the realm. Uh, leaving Sansa, Sansa as Warden of the North. Um, yeah, just figuring out how, like, you know, you, you came here, you said you were going to break the wheel. Um, you don't seem fit to rule, so let's actually do that. Break the wheel. And she, she t- uh, like, in the um, preview for next week, she seemed kind of happy, or, like, in the, she was, like, in a they're having a banquet or something she's like slamming a cup but it seemed like or like talking about going taking out cersei but she's getting drunk man like she just she just killed some motherfuckers with swords too uh she's yeah she's she's great i mean she's grieving her slave owner and and she also owns some slaves for first of all that's her best friend not her man Sorry, go ahead. And it, it, it's not her slave owner. Either. No, He's no, I'm saying they owner. they had that Didn't slave teacup one. hour while they're dying. You know, slave owner teacup hour. She freed some slaves, but she still technically owned slaves at one point. Uh, Danny did. Uh, 
No, she didn't. Yeah, you she inherited all those, and then she's like, she turned the clock on it. And she's like, all right, well, you guys are free, but you know, it's more of like a uh, criminal justice reform, uh, slavery, transcendent. I suppose she purchased slaves, even if she freed them immediately. I guess that counts. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, and you think about it, maybe they didn't have much choice. What are they going to do? But yeah, they don't have penises. They're not capable of shit. Um, But like in in general, I wouldn't call her a slave owner, even though she is uh, maybe a despot. Well, to split hairs, she did technically purchase the Unsully and then turn them against their former masters. Anytime you buy a human being, you are a slave owner. (laughs) Like she wasn't that point. Yeah, (laughs) like I mean, no matter what she intended, she wasn't that. Point and she tricked them. I mean, she she was, she played like she didn't. She tricked the slave owners. Not no, the I mean, slaves. yeah, she she went raw on a deal. She just she set up the trap. You know, she had those dragons knowing that she, that the dragons weren't going to ride with those uh, scum harpy people, right? Some of them, like some of them, were former slave owners, sons of the harpy, right? Yeah, well, that was after the fact. Well, they're still know. harpies. When when she got the unsullied, when she got the unsullied, it was from a, the other city. But yeah, um, but like I mean, overall, that I think that whole point of Danny uh, ex- being excited, I think they have to turn this leaf on a character now. Like they have to turn a page on her because she's just been all like. Uh, I don't like. She's been all like everywhere, really, and now now she just needs to get drunk, and we just need to enjoy it. So that's it. All right. Well, what do you think? Um, how how is the like? If we could talk about it, like, uh, seriously, not that what what you weren't saying wasn't serious, Lord known, but obviously she's not just gonna get drunk the rest of the three episodes. Like, with with Jon Snow here with. Aegon Targaryen, rather, how do you think it's actually going to play out between them? They will just get together, like you were saying, Lord Hand, and be, are they going to get married and be the Targaryen? What rulers together? Are they going to, about, is Jon Snow going to be like, you're breaking the wheels, we're abolishing the whole royal system, or, or to be, or, you know, the whole, uh, John uh, doesn't want to rule. I don't think that he's going to have a problem with that. I do think that there's going to be obviously a bit of tension with them figuring out how to like let some kingdoms be autonomous and then why wouldn't all kingdoms be autonomous? How do we pick our next ruler, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that I'm interested to see. I don't have any theories about it. I just want more awkward dinner moments. I want Sam there. I want Sansa there sitting at the table. I want hands being touched but then also being pulled away. I want turn away looks. I want... Ari to pop in in one chair and then the other chair uh, in another second and then I want the dragons maybe being fed and what about our our dog Snow I mean he needs to be rapping uh, informer the whole time but also being fed because why was Snow even upstairs when he could have been down in the crypts doing the best work of all you mean ghosts yeah, right? but like, yeah but yes I, I that's a good okay, point for okay, Brandon, okay. Though, because also yeah, can we talk about this what, go ahead well, I think he should have been. I guess he could have been in the crypts. Yeah, that would have been better than he what he was doing. He would have saved all the lives. There's nowhere. no way those old ass bones. But why? Why? Why wouldn't he be in the with protecting Bran? That's where I would have put Ghost. I just don't understand how he's alive because we know that he's alive from the next week on. Yeah, um, he was in blurbs, but he was with the Dothraki. The Dothraki got absolutely washed. Well, well, Jorah was with them too, and he came back with maybe like four or five. 
But Ghost didn't come back. I know, I know. Because they didn't want to animate him in there. I I know this is what they do. They just want to get rid of him, so they're like, he'll run out like this, and then we won't have to put him in the rest of the episode. But then we don't want to say he'll be back I'm sure that's I'm sure I am in this regard at least um like how last episode they just kind of CG'd him behind when the characters didn't even react to him they didn't know that he was gonna be there when they were filming it it just seems like like he went out with the Dothraki the Dothraki excuse me the Dothraki got washed what? he got Why washed he yeah. he's done he's he's on and ice he's a, it's over and he's a He's a dire wolf. Why is he, why would he even be doing that? With why is he with the Dothraki? He's not cavalry. He's a he great point. He, he, guys, he needs to be with a star. Guys, 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 listen, listen. The White Walkers love dogs. Okay, that's the only explanation. I mean, why would they want to hurt the most beautiful, loyal creature in all of Westeros? I mean, well, I don't think they want to hurt Willow, my cat. Well, they. They would want to turn either Willow, your cat, or Ghost, the direwolf, into and where's Sir Pounce? Like they did with the dragon. Sir Pounce is probably hanging out too. You know, like you know, he's uh, if he's alive, he's still down. I guess, I guess he's fighting with Cersei in that battle. (laughs) No, I think the Mountain and Sir Pounce have their own, you know, relationship that we haven't really discovered yet. But like, uh, I think, I think there's something to say in terms of their direction of how they animated and where they put him and everything. Obviously, that's it doesn't make a lot of sense why he's there and why he's not there or whatever. But at the same time, it doesn't make story. Yeah, no, no, you're, I agree. But like at the same time, like I don't think the, the public would outcry if they saw a dog die on this show. Like that would be it. Even if it's an animated, but the, but all other direwolves have died except for the, they one showed of the when the other dog died, they Brand's direwolf died and got destroyed. Right. And but killed. And, and obviously, Lady one Summer and Grey Wind are dead. Right. Nymeria's they, they alive. They've done nothing but, but kill these. So no, I don't I'm know talking where, about in this last season, more. particularly. You know, there's a lot of emotions involved right now. And this being the last white dog, Grey Hope, uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. movie, whatever, like the Iditarod, whatever that movie, Disney movie was. Snow Dogs. Snow Dogs. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, you cannot you cannot fuck with that right now you know like you give up a dragon cool that's fine you know and then that dragon looks ugly as fuck and then dies eventually but this dog is it's like the last thing that people look at as a companion and animal on the show that they truly love and there's so many fans on reddit that were so upset like is he alive is he dead you know is he alive is he dead and that's all they cared about not so, anything that you were getting mad about <laughs> but well, no, they should, I'm gonna add Fair Ghost bad. into my since since I said he should have been on the brand in my in my good ending that uh, that I'm trying to uh, fan fiction on now he should have been there that's what Brand could do he's protecting Brand Brand wargs into Ghost and attacks him with Theon and then that's when Arya jumps in or whatever like that could have been what Brand does or what happens if, do, if Ghost, Ghost picked up the knife and stabbed uh, the Night King would that would have made you happy, like if that that combination of what you just said and then Ghost actually killing the Night King. <laughs> no, it would. I mean, maybe Ghost killing the Night King, but obviously not that stupid. You know, I, you know, no. I want I want to be realistic. You know, as realistic as something can be with like zombies and whatever else. You know, I, I understand at a certain point this is all, you know, ridiculous, but. I just like you know I, I didn't even want to get back on this you know <laughs> but um all right so yeah but yeah go, that's what Ghost should have been doing um 
what else what else i mean did we yeah of the characters that died i guess we talked about most of them a little bit um there now now lord has brought his own pop and bruce dog into the council room it looks like oh i just remembered something out so here's what here's how the show get to not to come back to or i guess to come back to sir pounce that lord brought up here's how the show can redeem itself if it if it wants to just get silly Here's what needs to happen. Kyburn retrieves Sir Pounce from wherever he's hiding out, puts some special potion into him, makes him a super huge cat, even bigger than a dire wolf, right? Then the mountain rides Sir, uh, Sir Pounce into battle and, and against Jon Snow riding Ghost, and they have, a, they have a duel, and that's how the battle is fought. They, oh, they just yeah. Like, that's one thing we haven't talked about. about. So... The, the Hound survives this battle, so we're definitely getting Kulgain yep. off, right? Kulgain yeah, it's happening. They're, of course they're doing it. It's the fan. The fans want it. They're delivering it. You, know, you sound so upset. You're so salty. Because, I, because I, I'm just disappointed. I really am. And it's not like... I like... I like the character of Arya. I feel like they kind of ruin her by just having her be a like, superhero. Like, she still could do cool shit, and, like, they just have to... I don't know. But, no, it's like fans love Arya, so she's going to be killing everyone. She'll probably kill Cersei now, too. I agree that nothing interesting happened to Arya in Season 4 or 5. I just think... I don't know. The payoff, like, it's all there. Like, the callback to the lines, um, the the Melisandre, like, spoke to her in Season 3? Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, that's not what Melisandre didn't speak. Oh, oh, yeah, with the, about the eyes closing, that's true. Yeah. but um, And then the also the callback to Florel, to Serial Florel, and then she just yeah. runs away, and you're like, oh, okay, well, she saved her by, t- by reminding her of that, so, you know, she ran away in that episode. Um, but then she's not running away. She's, like, picking up on, like, this message that Melisandre's giving her. It's like, no, you're gonna kill the big bat. Like, I, I think that that's, like, actually really cool, yeah. the way that they set it up. Uh, I, I I understand what you're saying. I just think that it's actually really nice. Yeah, Azor Ahai potentially And also, her. yeah, and you thought the whole time it was John. Like, we've all been arguing about whether it was John or Danny, and it was fucking awesome. But on the, the show, whole they like, don't even really get much lovely. into Azor Ahai. No, uh-huh. not really. You're right. No. And, and but but I don't think even in the books I don't think it's gonna be a real thing like that's the whole thing it's like this shit isn't real but in the show it is I guess Melisandre is magical I guess can do all this stuff can you know say knows what Serial Pharrell said to Arya knows what uh, whoever said what knows what uh, Ygritte said to Jon Snow I mean that part's consistent in the show at least fine I like that enough but um, but you know. Just saying, like, all right, yeah, she says the blue eye thing. Yeah, that means Arya's going to kill a White Walker, at least. I mean, they all have blue eyes, you know, all the whites, whatever. But uh, it, it's just, like, you yeah, I, I don't know. You can't... I, I, could see, I could see why some people you like You can't fault, like... I mean, if you're, if you're trying to transcend this into, like, any picking of any skill and you see one character constantly learning, training, killing... Uh, selling fish occasionally, going to brothels, eating cake, but then learning, training. Well, not fish. You know, it's selling cockles and oysters or shit like that. You know what I'm talking about. Um, and constantly doing that throughout the whole show, 
and then her being the reason why humanity is alive, that's that makes sense to me. I'm good with that, you know, like, regardless of how small she is, regardless of her, you know, uh, of doing anything, because, like, I mean, everyone has their flaws, and maybe they made Arya into, like, the super soldier that she is, but, like, she was doing that. I mean, she... Look, I, I like it. That's the thing. Like, I like it in theory. I do. Because also, like, even if you look at book, show, whatever, the character of Arya, why is she important? Like, she is kind of tangential to everything else. Yeah, she's a Stark, but, like, she's going off on her own, doing all this stuff, fine. And then she's the one to do this. Yeah, that's cool. In, again, in theory, but it, it's too much of, like, they just, like, it's not just with our character, but especially with hers. They're just like, you can do this now. You can do this now. They don't explain the faceless man stuff at all, really. I think they just didn't know what to do with it, in my opinion. The writers didn't know how to explain it, so they just gloss over it. Like, nothing. It just doesn't make sense. It, it just doesn't. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I, I, I just wish that if they knew, especially if they knew Arya was going to be the one to do this, I just wish they would have seeded it in. Right, let, me, let me just ask one question. If, if uh, the Night King dies because of the fire, are you good with that? What Daenerys just says, Jakars. It, w- it wouldn't be satisfying. W- but which one would be more satisfying? The Arya killing him is clearly more viscerally satisfying. I agree, but I I don't think either is necessarily the way it's done. Like I don't think either is good. Like I don't even know why the, the they shouldn't have all died. I mean I don't know how they would have got out of the situation if they didn't all die. I guess this time. I but. can't help but think that we're back to like you expected it to be some brand time travel thing and because it wasn't you're uh, like you're dissatisfied i didn't even i didn't want it to be a time travel thing i really don't i don't even like that they introduced time travel in the story to begin with i don't and and, and that's something clearly george r. r martin wanted i guess or whatever but i don't like that i don't the whole character of brand is kind of weird in general like i honestly like i don't even need any of this as much of the supernatural stuff if it's just um armies fighting each other and then whatever i mean there could still be white walkers fine Arya kills him fine I, I think you're like not maybe i'm not explaining myself well enough or whatever but to me it's it's more about not the literal things that are happening it's just more about the journey to get us there it doesn't feel earned to me in many i don't respects. think there's enough episodes that's for fair. that though that's the thing like i don't think there's enough seasons fair. for that to happen and and maybe what you're looking for well but if you know that as a writer then you have to set, do no, it no you can't you, you know? have to make I, hard decisions i don't even know i don't even know that i agree with that like i'm glad that it wasn't telegraphed and because we 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 start from the position that it cannot be telegraphed then the things that it calls back to in the episode, during the episode, and, and like a couple episodes before, whatever, like the, the little callbacks we get to how, to how important she might be, they all make sense as soon as we know that she's important. And I think that that works. I, I just, I do. All right. And again, I'm not just talking about the Arya part. Like, I'm talking about the show in general, most of the different storylines, really. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe part of it is, well, and we're going long. I know, I know it's late where you guys are. We can stop anytime here, but, um, uh, part of it might just be my disappointment in that, like, I am disappointed, not just in the writers of the show or not just, you know, upset with how it's going with them. Like it is, it is like a weird situation where the books aren't finished. I guess I got to be mad at George R. R. Martin as well for not They're never getting finished. out in front of this. And it's like, 
I don't know what to do. You know, I don't know how to feel about it because is there anything that's ultimately going to satisfy me? Maybe not, you know, with how, with how it is like, you know, like, uh, maybe part of it's just like, Oh, it's ending. Who knows if the books will ever be finished. I kind of feel like it's probably, they won't at this point. Um, and like, so it's just like, so part of it's like, Oh, this is like, if this is the closure of the whole white Walker storyline, just think like, just this, how it ends. Like, Maybe it's even harder to satisfy me, I guess, because I've built it up, everything up so much. Like now, it's the final season, and like that's what I'm saying. Man. But but I still think my a lot of my points are valid outside of my own sure. personal feeling of just how how of just the type of shows I like and like how the consistency is is really the main issue for me. I don't. I I, I think even people that never read the books, a lot of people. I have heard, I know that's a fact, like other people that haven't read the books don't know anything about it, aren't, aren't, are only a tenth of invested in this whole world as I am, have said, like, oh, the show seems a little different now, or it's not, like, doing the same things as before. Like, people have been noticing this somewhat, like. Sure. So. That's fair. But, but, uh, yeah, uh, but, all right, so, um, I assume you guys want to wrap up soon here. <laughs> I will say, if, uh, I didn't get the fantasy payoff that I was expecting. Um, and I again, I did actually love this episode. Um, I didn't get the fantasy payoff that I was expecting. So what I've done this week is just started rereading Wheel of Time. Um, and if you want just like an excellent, tidy fantasy payoff, I suggest that you read The Wheel of Time. Um, okay. Well, that, that's what me, I'm saying. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll mention that for a sec. Cause someone, so someone told me, so first of all, I don't like, the, the 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 song of ice and fire because i uh, um i'm not super into fiction like anymore and i really got into that like the song of ice and fire books are really the only fiction series i've really gotten into in like the past decade honestly um so like and i've tried reading a couple other fantasy series and they haven't hooked me even ones people said are similar like so just something about i like the really um i don't like the high fantasy as much like i like lord of the rings whatever like the movies but like I, I kind of like a world that's more serious, more subversions, less whatever. Like I like that whole thing, so that's part of my uh, frustration too. But also, I was talking to someone just uh, I think yesterday. One of my coworkers was, he was saying he's a big Wheel of Time fan, and he was saying he tried to read just the first the Game of Thrones book, the first one, and didn't like it. And he was like contrasting it directly against Wheel of Time. He said like I like this sort of thing, and this one wasn't drawing man so that's making me think i don't know if i will or not but maybe i should give it a try well and there's so much of the central mythology of game of thrones not even the central mythology but like things on the periphery like um the staff that that Arya orders gendry uh to build her it's just a clearly a direct copy of one of the like the spear staff that one of the characters in the wheel of time it is it is deep and it is manifold the the ways in which Wheel uh Game of Thrones copies Wheel of Time. But it's like it's its own thing and it's a great show and book series and I love it. But like I understand what your guy was saying. Okay. Yeah. Um and then yeah, there's one other series of people I've I've heard, seen recommended. Um I think it's only like a three or four book series, but Probably the Pat uh, I can't remember what it's thing. called now. 
Maybe that might be it. What's what's the? Do you know what the name of that one is? Um, it's called like Name of the Wind or King Murder, something like that. Yeah, that might be it. I, I, there's one that I was maybe meaning to check out at some point. People really like yeah, that one. Because, I was yeah, into but, it. Because I like what I again like. I don't like the time travel aspect as much or any of the. the and I, I, what I really like about the Game of Thrones series or Song of Ice and Fire is the political intrigue type of stuff. That really is more what I'm into, honestly. Um, so maybe that the show has gotten away from that a lot, too, could be some of my issues as well, because it's not room for it anymore at this point when you're fighting zombies. But now maybe there is room for two it. Two out of the three episodes. Yeah, two out of three episodes are all set up of of how that's going to work. But they, yeah. they moved away from... They, but they moved away from, like, the intricate, well, I mean, what, intricate stuff, which is more book stuff, fine. I know it's a show. I do understand I mean, once that. Tyrion's on um, the throne at the end of the season, and he's the one who loves the game the most, <laughs> then he, everything will be all set, so. We're well, not talking let's, about one, one more thing. Yeah. One more thing before, and then we will wrap up, um, because I just kind of thought about this. I mean, it seems like King's Landing will get destroyed, too, right? Because there have been visions in the past that brand saw or whatever that shows it destroyed. So like, how do we think that's going to happen? Or is that definitely going to happen? Man, the wildfire already, like the sept of Baylor is gone. That whole half of the city is gone. That might be all that he saw. Um, alternatively, the dragons. No, but but specifically it was the throne room, right? Yeah. The dragons could do some real damage. Mm. Yeah. And Danny saw vision of the throne room being destroyed as well. I believe. Even yeah. earlier, before the brown one, the dragons cut. Or is there more? That may also be a vision of like, like we've been talking about, uh, the throne itself getting air quotes blown up. Um, so a metaphorical vision. Yeah, and we're we're figuring out how to rule this like new, hopefully utopian society with with no existential threat from literally the god of death. You know. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be it. All right. Well, uh, anything else you guys want to finish uh, finish on? More Romo talk. More Romo sexuality. Uh, no, I mean I'm. I I think uh, is it going to go on? They're not taking a week hiatus or anything. There, it's going to be this upcoming Sunday. No, no I mean because that would no, it'll air on single. Because if they did, if they did do that, I would be okay with that. Just because it was such a you know big battle, and I still people are still decompressing. I don't decompressing it. <laughs> I don't think most people would feel that way. I think. Hey man, today today's been awful. There's been no NBA on tonight, so I'm I'm like I'm glad we're doing. That's not oh, there true. Was a, there was That's a game not true. On there. The, the Denver, actually, who uh, won that game? By Denver the way. Portland are are playing like right now. Like I said, now. there's um, been no NBA. It's got to be over by <laughs> by as long as <laughs> no no NBA tonight. Over. A series. Well, That's the best series. Uh, right? no. Um, I mean, last. I mean, in terms of if you're looking at wins and losses and everything, yeah. But in terms of story. Portland won uh, 97 yeah, okay. Well, nice. there's no NBA on my radar tonight that I know of. Um, so when it comes down to it, this show will will wrap up the way that everyone will have an opi- opinion and feeling and everyone will be invested so much so that when George R. R. Martin drops his book, it will probably be like the most selling book of all time. Like it literally, he. Oh, that's yeah, I know, true. but like he's. He, if he does, that's a well, his point. estate will win. Yeah. I mean, someone, someone will drop something, and they'll get paid really, really well. So I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying the ride now. 
especially now that I can just know that Bran is safe. He'll never be touched again by that that dirty old man, uh, Michael. Our sweet baby Michael boy. Jackson. Um, <laughs> The Night King, like Michael Jackson, uh, Michael Jackson, is dead and is canceled. Post yeah, he death. better be canceled post death. Fuck him. <laughs> so. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for the small council pod this week. Quite a rip roaring conversation. Definitely our longest episode, I will say. And uh, yeah, join us back next week uh, for a post episode four wrap up. We'll see how my spirits are feeling then. I mean, frankly, if it's just another character interaction episode where they just have conversations, I'll probably end up liking it more uh, based on my recent track history. But we shall certainly see. Uh, so everyone, do stay subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound Network or get subscribed. A lot of other good shows on here. As long as HipCast decides to work and get them out on time, you know, we, me and uh, Lord and them should be back talking NBA sooner rather than later. So look out for that. And uh, me and my Lord Hand, a.k.a. E-Dash, and I'm Eric. We'll be back on the Mysteries talking movies and whatever else soon enough. So I got a plug. I got a plug. Yes. I got a uh, gulp. I got a gulp. Uh, oh, yeah. Go, go in for yeah, a plug yeah, here. If, uh, if, yeah, 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 yeah. The, set, the Sunday at uh, 5 o'clock, if you guys are in Brooklyn, go to the Bell House. Your boy, Podnam here, and Sketch Team Model Majority are performing uh, with headliners such as Aparna. Nanciari and David Cross for a fundraiser called Persisticon, uh, sponsored by Emily. You might want to get, you might want to get your headliner's name correct there. Aparna Nancharla, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm brown, so it's fine. I, I, you can't, you can't. Oh yeah, you okay. can't, so you can't can, mess it up. I can. So well, doesn't that even look even worse? I can mess it up. You've got to get it right. You've yeah, fun. I'm good. I'm good. I'm fault free. You know. So, okay, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> Don't, Maybe we'll slap this up, plug in toward the beginning, because I don't know if anyone would still be listening. But yeah, well, well yeah, hopefully, just, uh, but you never just know. follow. So go well, to the Bell House. Overall, that's, a, that's yeah. dope, though. That's yeah, a good venue. Yeah, that's yeah. A pretty excited. Uh, but follow at Model Majority One on Instagram and check us out. All right, and uh, I assume you you don't have any plugs there, Lord Hand. This is the only thing I do, man. Oh no no he does. Although you guys know that I watch basketball, right? Like you, you could just use me yeah, on the basketball talk, pods. Like I don't know, it's, it's your call. It's your call. All right, listen, listen, whoa, whoa, we'll get, whoa, whoa, whoa. we can litigate this off air, but we'll get it. We'll get well, you on the show King, soon. Sir King of the Pod here. You, you, you didn't tell me that Lord Hand watches basketball. What? <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Uh, peace, guys. We're out of here. Later. Pod Boys Productions.